On this episode of Bite Sized, we are watching and discussing the seventh scene from the film Twilight. For those of you who are watching along at home, that is from 7 minutes and 40 seconds to 10.20, a good long one. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Bite Size, the only podcast that is watching the Twilight movies in order, one scene at a time. If there's another one, I'd like to know about it because I'm accidentally ripping them off or they're ripping me off, but that is neither here nor there. My name is Ben Bear. I am your host as always, and as always, I am joined by a guest with me today is an actor and comedian from Chicago, Lexi Alioto. Welcome to Bite Size. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you for being here. How's it going? I'm doing great. Good. I'm really happy to be part of this great what's your how you've been what's your weekend like oh my good coming up or previous <laughs> i don't know that was a bad question take it as you will <laughs> well i would say you know uh-huh. we, we're here in chicago and we've yeah. got sunny skies 80s it's mm-hmm. looking real good i do have to work on saturday but hopefully i get outside hopefully I get to a patio oh yeah i'm thinking of margarita yeah mindy and i are going on a boat tomorrow oh she found like lucky like super cheap tickets for like a boat thing Oh, that's I'll tell amazing. you all about it when we're done re- recording. Yeah, I want to hear about that because I on, would love a boat. It's on Gold Star. Uh, if Let's you're familiar. I, I'm familiar. Yeah. I'm going to start this off with the same question I use to start off all my interviews, and that is by asking you, Lexi, what is your history with the Twilight franchise? Okay. Well, when it came out, I was, I think, in high school, mm-hmm. and I had read the books. I was reading them not along with the movies coming out, because they I think the books were already all written at that point. Yeah. So once the first movie came out, I absolutely saw it, and then was like, I got to dive in on these books. Started the books. I would equate them to what the modern day, like, Fifty Shades of Grey is mm-hmm. for vampire fiction and They're very fun. closely related. They, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. steamy and fun, but also young adult. That's what they're labeled as for sure. So it's wild because there's a lot going on here, but also like going to see the sh- movies. I just, I love them. Yeah. I was all about it. Like you, as a young adult, as a young adult, <laughs> I was. Them. It was not a sexual awakening, but I would say it was an exciting awakening interesting of being introduced to some you know now we've got what's his face edward pattinson uh robert 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 pattinson Pattinson. in the role of yeah i definitely know his name Uh uh-huh doing the game we've got kristen stewart kristen stewart also like in the game this is their humble beginnings here that we were able to see anna kendrick it is oh we're gonna talk a lot about anna kendrick i hope so I, I don't want to get ahead of yeah, myself. We'll, but we'll get there when we get there. What but a it, delight. What a ray of sunshine. I'm all about them. I pr- I did like midnight premieres for yeah. these movies at one point. Uh-huh. Didn't dress up, but like did the midnight premiere thing. Really cared about it. Yeah. I love the storyline. It gets weird, but the first <laughs> one's the best. Are you still a fan of them now? Like, do you rewatch the movies? It has been adult? a minute. Okay. I would for fun. I think yeah. like a marathon rainy day. Why not? Sure, why not? I think it definitely requires a drinking game. I'm sure there's got to be Twilight yeah. drinking games out oh, there. Oh, if not, I'll make one. And now I want to do one. That sounds like fun. Oh, we we should. By the time you end this with all the episodes, you oh should my God. play a drinking game like by movie. A year one and movie a half at a time. from now? Cool. Yes. Sounds good. I'll be there. Because as you know, we're going through this movie scene by scene, yes. which is a very long way to watch a movie. Uh, we are today discussing. 
I just got distracted by a cat. We are discussing <laughs> minute 742 to 1020. It's mm-hmm. it's the first lunchroom scene. Yes. We start with Bella sitting at her new lunch table friends. Yeah. The Cullens walk in. Yep. It's basically just an introduction to the Cullens and lunch in general. What were your first impressions of this scene, watching it for this film? This podcast, I mean. I mean, it is it is like the opening credits of Vanderpump Rules, but mm-hmm. we've got the Cullens. A whole it's, lot of slow-mo. It's slow-mo. It's gorgeous lighting. Uh-huh. It's giving ghost. It's giving like ethereal. It's giving who are they. It's giving like hot high schooler vibes. Mm-hmm. And then there's, yeah, like the geeky group that she's with that she's, they're like, oh yeah, let's tell you about them. But she's really cool and new. and Right. Hey, Mikey, you met my homegirl hey. Bella. Oh, you're, you're, you're homegirl. <laughs> yeah. 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 My girl. <laughs> Sorry, I had to mess up the game, Mike. Tyler. <laughs> Oh my god. It's like first grade all over again. You're the shiny new toy. Most of this scene is just sort of people looking cool. It is really about just a just lot of serving. Them looking, them laughing. Them right. ser- it's like kind of like we, when we meet the plastics in Mean Girls yeah. in the movie where they're like, this is the table, this is that table, and those are the plastics. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about the intros because we do see the Cullens. They arrive all at the same time. But it's almost like they give each other a little space to all make their own intros. Yes. It's all timed out perfectly. It is. Who are they? The Collins. They're um, Dr. and Mrs. Collins' foster kids. They moved down here from Alaska like a few years ago. They kind of keep to themselves. Yeah, because they're all together. Like, together, together. Um, the blonde girl, that's Rosalie, and the big dark-haired guy, Emmett, they're like a thing. I'm not even sure that's legal. Jess, they're not actually related. Yeah, but they live together. It's weird. You've got Emmett and Rosalie doing uh-huh. their super slow-mo. Who are like probably mid-30s, early-40s actors. Oh, they look for sure. definitely like they don't go to high school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super seniors. Just slow-mo catwalking. Alice yes. and Jasper do a little slow dance. He looks like he's going to hold in a fart. His face is so stressed. They even say in the movie he looks like he's in pain. What is up with that? I think it has to do with his power. Is he actually in pain? I think he like emotes like his his like vampire power is like your emotions he takes on or something. Got it. It has something to do with his vampire powers is why he's in pain. It looks like he's holding in a shit. Okay. Edward <laughs> walks in just sort of by himself, just sort of bored. Yeah. But he's giving these little facial expressions like he is reading yeah. everyone's mind in the room. Mm-hmm. So of the three entrances, go ahead and rank them for me. One, two, three. This is America's Next Top Model. Okay. Yeah. Love it. I would probably go first entrance is giving like a strong energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe out of five, we'd give it like a four. Okay. Second entrance, a little weaker, but flirty and fun. So maybe like a three. Mm-hmm. And Edward... I mean, he, they save the best for last. Okay. Who's he? That's Edward Cohen. He's totally gorgeous, obviously. But apparently nobody here is good enough for him. Like I care, you know? So, yeah. Seriously, like, don't waste your time. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Yeah, we do see the Cullens for the first time. Everyone's just so pale. 
Very pale. Yeah. I identified. I really saw and felt sure. their pain as a very pale person. Yeah, me too. As someone afraid of the sun. As someone who got a sunburn on a like thirty minute walk home. Yeah. From something over Absolutely. the weekend. Yeah. That's that's hashtag relatable. Let's see. We got the Cullens. They go sit at their own table. Anna Kendrick mm-hmm. is with Bella and all the other just sort of nerds. I love I guess. misfit toys. Yeah, a little what bit. They kind of gave me the vibes of. Like, yeah. There's a little bit of pandemonium going on at the top of the scene. If we if we go back a little bit, like, sure, yes, like very much at the very top of the clip. You know, we're mm-hmm. meeting the guy that has a crush on Bella. His name's Mike. Yes, Mike. And then we have the nerdy like kid that's like a photographer. Also has a crush on Bella. But also has a crush on Bella. The, the newspaper guy. The newspaper right? guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And then there's Anna Kendrick and the other like quirky girl who that's, does not have a name yet. Who doesn't have a name yeah. yet. Who like, oh, she's writing for the school paper mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something. Taking and just awful pictures. Awful pictures. She needs some candids. Yeah. And they're like, stop. And then the guys are obsessed with her and then the girls are sort of like, yeah, <laughs> cool. And Anna Kendrick just sort of is like a little jealous. She's giving jealous vibes she about cause she likes Mike. She is a ray of sunshine in an otherwise sort of, I, I've probably said this on the show before, Agreed. but she is just so much peppier than I think everyone in this movie put together. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It makes her so much fun to watch. I know. I enjoy the Anna Kendrick role. I Me really too. Do. Me too. She's one of my favorite performances. Yeah. Just in general. And but that was in, her, in I think especially. that was her debut as an actor, too. Definitely her One big break, things, I think. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, Anna Kendrick. And she's in all of them. I think yeah. She keeps doing them. Yeah, she comes back. Yeah. But there, it's just more like, that gave me true high school, though. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're thinking of the world in which this resides, yeah. like, they're all hanging out, doing their thing, and then... It's more high school. And then, of course, we meet the Cullens and it's like, oh, here come the stars. How close was this to your high school experience? Definitely different. Uh, We Uh didn't have amps rolling through. Well, sure. We had tables, I guess, of like different cliques for sure. What click table were you at? Some sporty girls, some like Starbucks girls. <laughs> like we sure. love to leave class early and go to Starbucks. Would you say you were closer to the Cullen table or the Bella and her friends table? Probably somewhere in between. I don't think we were a Cullen table of like mm-hmm. shunning anyone. We were personable and fun and bubbly. Yeah. But not as like vogue as the Cullens. Okay. Also not as like lame as the other table got it somewhere in between somewhere in the middle somewhere that's what that's, a, that's what a cullen table girl would say I think. right yeah right yeah. somewhere <laughs> cullen table girl no, not that popular not that popular but medium popular okay as popular as you can be in wexford pennsylvania i guess it to a degree of it i wouldn't say popular, popular how big was your high school we have a little running tally trying to find who had the smallest graduating class i ours was 1200 1200 oh you probably you're probably winning right now it, yeah. it, as smallest no as largest i mean oh yeah it's pretty biggest. it was yeah. pretty we had two separate buildings like one for intermediate which was ninth and tenth and then yeah. a separate building for 10 11 and 12 my graduating class was 12 your graduating class is literally 100 times larger than oh mine. my yeah. god yeah yeah, I think you. Do you think you win for the smallest? Oh, for sure. It's I gonna don't be, know well, any, for high school. I was homeschooled. Okay, that, um, well, there you and go. And so it was me and That's eleven right. other people who just sort of, you know, were there. That, yeah, you know, <laughs> that not, were there. Not all the graduating. <laughs> not you know, obviously not all in my home. Yeah. Uh, you know, they weren't siblings of mine. <laughs> it wasn't like all the homeschoolers in Houston. It was just. 12 of us who yeah. sort of all agreed to do it at the same night. Do you have any connection between those 12 and the Cullens and or the other people? Personality wise, we were all very much 
the Bella table. Okay. We were, we were the weirdos. We were the dorks. But in the homeschool, com- it's sort of weird because when you are a homeschooler, the yeah. whole community is, everyone is like that. Sure. And so even like the, the, the cool popular kids yeah. are just the most outgoing of the nerds and sure. dorks. And so like yeah. I, by my homeschool standards, was a popular kid. Yeah. And I guess there were some like Cullen, there were some Cullen E kids that I knew growing up. Sure. But usually by senior year, they had convinced their parents to let them go to public school because totally. they didn't like homeschooling. Makes yeah. sense. So those of us that did make it to senior year right. were definitely, you know, at simultaneously popular and uh-huh. losers. If yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I think that the Cullens, like, are they the cool kids? Like, they're the weird. I think they're mm-hmm. they're weird in a different way of like they're be- they are beautiful and literally all actors that look like they're in their thirties, but they are not really social and they can't yeah. hang out with anybody because right. they are vampires. It's interesting <laughs> because like blood. they're too busy to hang. Yeah, but like they they do their own thing not because their peers have rejected them but because they've decided to sort of not let anyone else in, yes. which means that the fact that they are outsiders makes them even cooler. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, they even mention it in the little intro, Anna Kendrick's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And they're all like dating each other, which is kind of weird, but we don't know if that's illegal. Like, yeah, yeah. Cause they are all foster kids of this, a doctor yeah. in the town and they're, like yeah, like straight up dating each other. There's rumors about them. They, there's this mystique. They're rumors. basically the celebrities of Forks yes. High School. They all sit down for lunch. This scene is famous among Twilight fans because I don't know if you paid attention to what they were eating. The Cullens? Yeah. I didn't even know they were eating. That's the thing because you know the vampires they don't eat human food. Right. I think they can eat human food. It like tastes bad or something. I'm right. not up on right. the lore. But they got to pretend like they are. Right. They got to blend in. So a couple of them have like normal plates of lunch. You never see them actually eating. Emmett has a gallon sized Ziploc bag with three hard boiled eggs in it. No. <laughs> Straight up. That's all it is. Oh, I can't you, believe I missed that. In I, the shot. That must be a quick shot. Oh, it is. Here, let me see if I can find it and show it three to you. Three hard boiled eggs. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure we've all agreed it's three hard boiled eggs. Okay. Rosalie is, looks like peeling an apple with her fingers and oh, you can right. see oh my God. that this is just a Ziploc bag. Okay. I thought I, it blends in with his shirt. That is definitely why I didn't. Yeah. It. It's She's easy to miss. Three hard boiled, three eggs. hard boiled eggs. What's up with that? Does he's he just keto? Has he just forgotten how people eat? Is he trying to look like a jock and he's got a, maybe that's it. He's like, oh, I got to, I got to get my protein. I, he's, he's, what's the bulking. Ew, ew. And like, also how long have those been out of a fridge? Like, I, know, I didn't right? see a lunchbox buddy, but they just walked in from outside. Does it, he, did he like drive home to get the eggs? It, there are unanswered questions. And also, yeah. Where are they coming from? Like, are they coming late to school? Mm-hmm. Are they like, walking from outside inside like right. is there an outdoor portion of the school it's in seattle so i'm guessing it's weather is always a little different yeah so or forks I mean, sorry forks let's remember the hometown famously famously it's always rainy rainy that's why so they I'm live like, there there's so much we don't know are the other two eating the other two cullens yeah i mean you can see here let me pull it back up among the five of them there's I two see. plates of okay. food there's like a weird salad yeah. thing. Edward has a plate of food. Emmett has his eggs. 
And a water bottle. <laughs> and a water bottle. Rosalie has an apple and what looks like a can of soda. Yep. Jasper and Alice have one plate of food between the two of them. Yep. I think maybe it's helpful that they have this mystique yeah. about them. If they didn't, it would be obvious that there's Something's something up, up with them. Right. If you think they're the cool, mysterious ones, you're like, what do they know? Ooh, they, the right. fun lunch habits. They, uh, Their dad's is, a doctor. He must have told them that this is what they need to he, eat. His, the doctor dad told <laughs> the doctor them. The doctor dad told eat them. Eat this bag of eggs. Eat this bag of eggs. You'll be fine. That will get you through the day. Any other situation, you would see people eating lunch like that and think, oh, you, you're not from here. Correct. You, there is something wrong with you. Yes. I'm glad to know that that is something that's been discussed Oh, yeah. That Twilight within the Twilight saga. Oh, yeah. The Twilight fans have gone over these movies um, mm-hmm. very carefully. Yes. And have spotted uh, just uh, just about every scene. There is something on the level of weirdness so of strange. a bag of eggs. A bag of eggs. <laughs> a bag of eggs. They just roll in with. Maybe the worst lunch. And they're like, that's them. They're really hot. Uh-huh. Eating a bag of eggs. Maybe not even eating it. Probably just fingering it. Yeah. Just like sort of like staging, pretending yeah. to eat. Stage Probably eating. got spit buckets somewhere. Some, oh, easily. Just sort easily. Of coughing it, coughing down their it sleeve up. Or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great scene in terms mm-hmm. of the intro. And also, we haven't really touched on it yet. The like yeah. initial attraction. It's the first time Bella's seeing Edward. Mm-hmm. The like, who is that? And you, there's also, if you if you pay close attention at the very end, you get a little glimpse of the first time Edward realizes yep. he, can't he can't read hear her, her mind. I know. I've never watched it this closely before. Yep. And I've never paid attention to, you know, little things like that. Right. But you can see as as Edward's walking through, Robert Pattinson's making a lot of a lot of great choices with his facial expressions. Yep. yep. He like, overhears Anna Kendrick say like, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll never date me or he'll never like me or something yeah, funny. He like, he like laughs at it. Yeah. Yeah. And like he, he sees Bella and tries yeah. to read her mind for the first time and can't and looks no can do. And sort of Again. looks like he's also holding in a shit, holding in a shit. <laughs> those yeah. Collins. I, like, I can't figure her out. Well, what the hell? When, and then Kristen Stewart's like awkwardly staring, looking down, staring, looking down. Cause she's, acting mm-hmm. she's famously not my favorite actress i will say that yeah not the biggest kristen stewart fan okay she Even did recently? better she did better in spencer i was about to say you didn't like spencer it was no i didn't hate it yeah. i just was like uh kind of in a way that like you know when it's like those autobiographical movies it's one long thing but she just does so much with her face like so much yeah. oh god it's so much it's, i can't figure it out it's a lot going on no one can see me but I'm really giving a lot of Kristen Stewart eyebrow. For for the listener, there's a lot of eyebrow action going on. Take that Oscar-nominated actress, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, take that. Tone it down a little bit. No, she does great. She does great in Spencer. But in this, and not that she doesn't do bad in this, I think she hits the Marcus Bella being Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to move with my dad. I want to stay with my mom. And now I'm in love with a vampire. A lot of the high school, you know, actors in this are giving almost like, caricatures of totally. actual high school students yeah they're doing a, j- a good job with that for yeah. sure it's a lot of bold choices and i think it's one of those things that mm-hmm. like you understand why kids love it because it's super relatable to what they're going mm-hmm. through at the time and you understand why as an adult it's a little all right no thank you yeah yeah, yeah it doesn't necessarily a, make as much sense no it's a tad hammy and sort of definitely you know not super three-dimensional mm-hmm. but it's fun to look at i mean i love a like oh they're 
that was the first time, that was the first glance, perhaps yeah. they're in love. It's melodramatic. There's nothing wrong with that. I want to know what happens next. Speaking of knowing what happens next, at the very top of this scene, mm-hmm. Eric, the newspaper guy, That's is talking guy. to his friends. And you can hear a little bit of dialogue. It's not anything you were supposed to hear. I'm guessing it's improvised, but he says, we come in mid-sentence, and he's talking about a pyramid falls from the sky, and then you guys can give each other a high five. So my question to you, much like the bag of eggs, is what the hell is going on What there? is going on there? What is he talking about? Can you say it one more time? A pyramid is falling from the sky. Here, I'm going to pause it and play it for you oh, so we great. can get the exact audio. What? Like masterpiece. You know, we'll have like this crazy pyramid fall from the sky. And it's my pleasure, madame. Um, you guys can give each other Read on my friend. Hey, Mikey, you met my home. I did hear it, but it makes no sense. A crazy pyramid <laughs> falls from the sky. Yeah. And then you guys can like give each other high fives. So I'm guessing he's talking about some sort of video <laughs> or something. I That's what I'm, I kind of am relaying that he was, because he kind of like the, the high five end of it is when Bella's coming to sit down. Yeah. So maybe he gets a little distracted by her and that might make no, maybe he just sort of makes something up there. But I would believe it does sound like, like a video game or like he's recounting a uh-huh. dream or a dream. Some, it okay. could be a dream or something like a pyramid falling from the sky, like, or like a hypothetical situation. It's so strange. I know to me, it that sounds like he wants to make like a music video or something. Okay. That's my oh, assumption. Oh, I like that. Right. Or like some okay, sort of like artsy. promoting for the newspaper or prom or oh, something. Like maybe a video. But I just don't know what that would be. Uh-huh. A pyramid falling from the sky. Yeah. And then you guys all give each other high vibes. Right. You know, those little movies you make with your friends yes, when you're in high right. school. He just Maybe, got... I don't know what their school mascot is. The Spartan? Nothing to do with pyramids. So that has nothing to do with pyramids. The pyramid is just okay. for fun, I guess. That's a good guess, honestly. It's I'm just something you. that he's working on. Yeah. Improv? I'm sure. Did he get liberties there? Like I would imagine so, because there's no way. Just like, come in with whatever you're, whatever you want to talk about. It's not important dialogue. You know, we're not really supposed to pay that much attention to it. There's no Clearly. way they wrote it out, right? And it sounds like something a high school kid would just sort of make up, and make think up is on cool. the spot. I mean, yeah. you'd think that they would do something more like related to the to them. Like, oh my God, Mrs. Ma- Mrs. Humphrey in mathematics was really a stone cold bitch. Or something. <laughs> I mean, it, if it were me improvising, sure, that's sure. what I would do. I'm okay, but uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, whatever. The pyramids falling. High fives. I just. I wish that it came back later too. I know. I wish. I we hope could it does. That. Keep it. Keep that in mind. I will forward. keep an eye out for it. Like if there's anything we see in even the later movies. Are they discussing like prom themes? I truly have oh, no idea. Oh, that's another point. But why? I don't know. Why would we high five? I don't end? know. What's the? Why is the pyramid falling out of the sky? <laughs> I don't understand. And then what did they change the subject? They turned the subject to. It pretty quickly does become about the school paper. Okay. You know, someone's taking pictures of her for the feature about her. Uh-huh. Um, that we did get canceled. Could you imagine being new to your school and mm-hmm. someone being like, since you're new, we're yeah. going to write a feature about you. And like, clearly two of them know about it. They've had time to discuss it. So I guess yeah. they heard like Forks High must be so small. Truly. That one new person is huge. To right. Them. And like, like it changes the dynamic. Word gets around in mm-hmm. advance so that these two people yeah. had time to sit down and be like, New story, yeah. new girl, yeah. let's get this all about her. And the other girls are kind of jealous. Well, Anna Kendrick's a little well, jealous of over it. Anna Kendrick is jealous about everything, yeah. yeah. Uh, if your school paper wrote a feature about you, what would it be about? Oh, my God. 
I probably would talk about like the fact that I was in choir and wanted to be in chamber choir and auditioned for the spring musical by Bay Birdie and didn't book it. Okay. And then <laughs> real important story. Yeah, it was a really about important a local time girl in my life. Not getting an audition. Not getting the role that she uh-huh. wanted. <laughs> yeah, we would probably go. We would go off on that. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. Otherwise, if I were brand new to a school, I would completely mm. reinvent myself. Really? Like, yes, I, I was I was raised in England, but my father needed to come back to the United States to invent a new technology that I can't talk about for reasons. What that it are sounds like to me is FBI related. Based, I mean, isn't that exactly kind of what the Collins did? Yeah. You just given the opportunity opportunity to go to a new school, you would just make yourself a Collins. Make Cullen. yourself a Collins. That's not a bad idea. Sounds kind of fun. I guess. Like, even if you related that to now, if you were to move to a new city, like, yeah. are you bringing everything along with you? Or could you be, you could be anyone you wanted. No. They don't know you. I did do a little bit of that when I moved to Chicago. I feel like I did, yeah. too. It's a, re- it's a new beginning of some sort. So yeah. you do, like, have that. You can leave some spider webs in the closet. Sure. If you will. You do have a little bit of an opportunity to start I over. guess I kind of had that, honestly, in high school, because I went from Catholic school. Uh-huh. Similarly, we had a graduating class of 20 in eighth grade. Okay. Then I went from there to public school. Mm-hmm. So big jump in that regard. Huge. So there was, and like, there was that like, well, I don't know anyone here. I can yeah. be myself. I can like start all over again and, you know, do it the way I want to do it. Yeah. So there's a little bit of like power what, what, in that. What changes did you make? I think I just was a little like more extroverted, which yeah. I know is kind of hard to You're imagine because I'm very extroverted. Uh-huh. But I think because middle school was not the best for me. It was not the best for anyone. Uh, I, yes, I think it is for everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. like high school is just more of a new beginning to like feel more yourself and you and because you're going from 20 to so many more. Right. Finding more people that you get along with, share the same interests, mm-hmm. same pursuits and whatnot. So. Just a more like comfort of com- coming into my own skin, comfortability yeah. thing. Do you think you would have liked it if they had written a paper about you at your I, new school? I, an, I an probably would have been stressed out, yeah. but like me then, probably no. Me now, probably would love it. It would be nice. I wouldn't mind because then it's like just it does the work for you. Hopefully. Sure. It's like a personal ad. I guess so. You know? It's like a, it's an introduction to the whole school. Which is also a little cringy, though, in a way. You know, selling. It's like, here, here's this person. Trying so hard. She's here. You, you should on. probably just tell people that your dad's a doctor who yeah. adopted you or whatever. Who adopted me, and I, yeah. I'm i on a diet right. of eggs I and water. I only eat eggs, and I date my sibling. And, and I date my half-brother. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> what did your school paper write about? Because apparently this Forks High talks a lot about teen drinking. Uh-huh. I know it. The the topics she brings up are a little forward. She's like boys stuffing mm-hmm. their uh swimsuits. Well, she is she's not like other girls, she, you know. <laughs> she's she's from the West. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh like, oh wait, where's where's her mom live? It's like Arizona. Arizona, Arizona, which is further east than Forks. Yeah, that's that's east. Uh-huh. So yeah. for some reason I thought she was from California, but that's no. also Probably still east compared to uh, depends on where Forks is California, in Washington. I guess. Forks is about as west as you can get okay. without leaving the continent. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think we had any newspaper per se. Really? Uh, we did news. Like there was like a vid- someone that went on and did the morning news and yeah. read out like announcements and stuff on like a TV. Like mm-hmm. there was a TV studio for that, but not really like a written like formal newsletter. Really? I mean, maybe there was, and I, I just like never. Everywhere had school papers. I guess there was, but I just it wasn't as like 
cool or uh-huh. like hip to like pick up and read. Like there wasn't anything that you wouldn't have known like from listening to the announcements in the morning. Sure. But I'm sure there was. Yeah. But this also probably could have been when things started getting more digital. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have something physical. It would be more like an email blast of this sort of thing. But I'm sure it would just be full of the sports and the dances coming up mm-hmm. and the fall play. This is exactly what a Cullen type of person would say. Thank Someone you. that sat at the Cullen table would be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe there was. I don't really, I didn't really read pay the paper. To it. Yeah. I'm really kind of alternative. Like what about that. what about flags? Did your lunchroom have flags everywhere? Did they have flags? Oh, hell yeah. Let's we take didn't a, have, we had banners. I of mean, things. look at these flags, including <laughs> here's so, there's a lot of flags and a lot of weird flags. You've got right there. It's the only color, also, really, in this entire scene. This blue and red one here, that's North Korea. Okay. And I guess it makes sense they sort of have every country. I guess you got to have North Korea, too. For sure. This, I'm pretty sure, is Antarctica. Oh, wow. I don't know why you would have that. Why would you have that? Um, Which one's that one? That's that's a great question, uh, because I was about to bring that up next. This yellow one with a big red lion in the middle is the The Royal... The No, (laughs) almost. uh, Basically is. It's the Royal Banner of Scotland. I only know this because I had to look it up. It was the flag that Scotland used when it was a kingdom before it was taken over by the British. Hasn't been used in hundreds of years. And yet here it is in Forks High in School. In Forks High School. So my question is why? What's the connection there? What is the, why? Because that's Ireland, right? That's India. Oh, that's India. And that's Japan. That's Japan. And so you've just got some standard country flags. And then just in this the middle there, you've got Antarctica and a historic flag of Scotland. Uh-huh. Now that, that to me is mm-hmm. a little strange. Is that subliminal that to me is messaging? incredibly strange. Subliminal messaging, what kind of subliminal messaging? I don't messaging? know. That's what I want to know. Like, is there something associated with that flag in that p- time period that's like suspect? Maybe it like, posits. Is one of the directors or producers of this like yeah. trying to like stand up for something? For Scottish independence? Yes. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe this movie takes place in a universe where right the english never got scotland they never got it they never booked <laughs> braveheart he did it <laughs> he pulled it off <laughs> he, this is he so this guy lives in a world in which braveheart <laughs> pulled it off okay braveheart strange. pulled it off and people eat bags of eggs for dinner maybe though maybe because the, these flags are all really differently colorful it could be like they just wanted to add a little pizzazz yeah. notice there is no red white and blue no USA. No, there's. I'm sure there is. Well, there one. probably so is if the flags are all in around. every classroom or whatever. That's true. Yeah, and I'm sure this is like an actual school. I'm sure they didn't get all these flags just for the movie. This is probably just some actual school run- lunchroom let's that already had hope. these flags. Let's hope so. That makes me even more curious because yeah. then it's not just some some set designer going out and getting as many flags as they can right. get their hands on. Right. That means on. it was chosen for the, a reason. Some actual school out there had these actual flags. I wonder if we could find the school. I don't know. That's a good thing to look up later. Like find out where where that was filmed. Yeah. Although maybe because it might not even be in Washington. I think this was the all the high school was st- stuff was done in Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Okay. A lot of the sort of exterior Forks mm. shots were actually in Oregon, okay. which is why if you go to Forks, Washington, like Mindy and I did, you'll be did disappointed. You? Oh yeah. no! And yeah. there's nothing that's like that they've. Is there anything they filmed there? There's a couple. They they would do some like driving through town shots. Got it. But other than that, it's all Oregon. And so if you wow. go to Forks thinking you're going to have some fun sightseeing time. You'd be wrong. You would be wrong. You'll see about two things and then drive okay. back to Seattle. 
Okay. And I can tell you that from firsthand experience. Okay. You're doing it so no one else has to. You did the work. I mean, look, if you want to, I'm not going to stop you. No, right. Um, Your body, your choice. It's a beautiful drive from Seattle to Forks. Oh, I bet. Oh, you get to take a ferry. It It was a couple hours, maybe. And about 45 minutes of that, uh, maybe less than 45, was a ferry ride across Puget Sound. And you drive your car onto the ferry. You drive onto the ferry. Yeah, you can go up and sit and then ride the ferry. Mm -hmm. And then you drive through like a national forest. Oh, cool. There's this one, you're on like a little two-lane road for like an hour. And on the left is like a mountain going straight up. And on the right is a lake. Oh, beautiful. Okay, they should have done more filming there. Absolutely, they should have. And if you ever get a chance to go, do it just for that and then turn around. And then turn around yeah. and know that you're not going to get what you want. Go to the Twilight Forever Museum in Forks and then that's all. That's about it. They have a museum? Oh, they have a museum in Forks. Is it called Twilight Forever? It's called Twilight Forever. Museum oh is a strong God. word. It is a room about the size. Um, listeners, you can't see the apartment that I'm in right now. But if you just sort of, you know. Where, where the kitchen island is there, uh-huh. it, that down to the window, you know, oh, this sort of rectangle is about wow. the size of the museum. It's full okay. of, full is a strong word. About half of it is like costumes and props. And oh, the okay. other half is like, here's a quilt that a fan made. Here's <laughs> Twilight books in 20 str- different languages. They were struggling to fill the room, They I do think. have to stretch. Um, <laughs> here's, here's a quilt a fan made. Yeah. They should put these flags in there. They should put those flags <laughs> in there. Take those flags down. The, the best part of this is that it is run by volunteers who Bless are a group hearts. of Twilight cosplayers. Oh. Which means we did, oh. when Mindy and I went, we did not know this beforehand. <laughs> but when we uh, walked in, we, we, we had to ring a doorbell. Mm-hmm. And the door was opened by <gasps> Rosalie. No. Who was dressed exactly as in she is dressed outfit? in this scene, in this exact outfit. Okay. Colored contacts, the, the gray pantsuit, the pendant, everything. I love her fashion. The blonde wig. With okay, um, blonde wig. And she will be in character the whole time. Really? She will say that, oh, her family just lives outside of town. We were <laughs> not prepared for that. And you're like, oh, great. That is almost exactly Mindy's reaction oh. when Rosalie opened the door Rosalie. and said, hi, my name is Rosalie. Mindy's, the words that came out of what? her mouth, I'm not going to exaggerate this at all, were, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just, just like yeah, okay. I'll play That's along. That's what you believe in. Yeah, yes, and yes, we're here and to see your museum. We're here to see your museum that you are not getting paid to stand here in. Uh, costume for truly a delight if you Honestly, do get a chance to that's go. a memory and it, i'm glad you have that it was a great way to spend her birthday that's, that's a we beautiful did that gift on her actual birthday that's of memory truly. it was a great trip that is wild if you had to give this scene a name mm. what would it be and this is also going to be the name of the episode so make it good Ooh, oh pressure's on mm-hmm. i mean like i said it does give that energy of like the opening like this is who's in the cast yeah. kind of a thing. Like, I mean, maybe like the Vanderpump rules of forks, the Vanderpump rules or the real, the real vampires of forks, Re- the real Let's vampires, do that. like the real housewives, but the real vampires of forks. of forks. Okay. I like that. It's in. It's I think that's better. It's the name. I do think it's so an entrance. It's like an entrance. And you know, yeah. have you watched the, any of those reality no, shows? Not. Well, they always do the entrances where it's like, they flip their hair slow motion uh-huh. or like do a turn and there's music playing. But, and that's basically what's happening in the scene. 
Alexi Aliotto. Yeah. If our listeners want to find out more about you, maybe follow you on social media, maybe hear want to hear what you've got going on oh. right now. Where can they do that? They where can, can they find you? They can check me out on Soch. I'm at A Aliotto ninety two. <laughs> Not my birth year or anything. Uh Where'd the 92 come from then? No, it is my birth year. Oh, it's my birth year too. Okay. I just made an Instagram like Uh right when Instagram happened and it's like, yeah, way to like hide your age there, girly. But I haven't changed it. Okay. That's where I do post if I have any shows going on. So please go there to Mm -hmm. see any of that happening. And if you want riveting video footage of me singing to my cat, Maddie Cat, check it out there. That does sound promising. Oh, it's it's a gift that I'm willing to give. So check me out. Check her out. Check the show out at bitesizedpod underscore on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can follow me at benaybear.com on those same places. Uh, you can come see me and Riff, Chicago's Music Improv Party, most Saturday nights at IO Chicago. Follow me on social media to find out all about that. If you want to support the show, tell a friend. Word of mouth truly is the best way to get word around. Leave us a review or whatever on your podcast app of choice. Make that algorithm work for us. If you know anything about eggs or flags or any other part of this scene, (laughs) you can send an email to the show, and maybe I'll read it on the air. Uh, You can send an email to myfavoritetwilightpodcast at gmail.com. I tried about seven or eight different versions that involved the actual name of the show, Bite Sized, and they were all taken, so I got mad and used a full sentence instead. I like the full sentence. It's memorable, right? It is, yes. It's four words you already know how to spell. Mm -hmm. Myfavoritetwilightpodcast at gmail.com. Easy peasy, nothing to it. Send the email. We want the answers. Send an email about something we've already discussed, something we will discuss. We want to hear from you. Our editor is Ben Oksher. Our theme song is Mauled to Death by the fantastic band Swimwear Department. Give them a listen wherever you find music. That is it for this episode of Bite Sized, your favorite Twilight podcast. As we always say at the end of each show... Get it, girl. Get it, girl. That is indeed what we always say. See you next time.